thanks for stopping in again. I am Sarah, your host of What's On Your Plate podcast. This is a space where I like to peel back the layers of life a bit and look at all the different ways that we carry abundance and heaviness on our plates day in and day out. And this upcoming holiday is no exception to that type of mindset. So I thought I would dive in a little bit deeper today in regards to gratitude and why I no longer celebrate Thanksgiving. For a long time, it's been hard for me to find celebration in most holidays, days that require sort of a obligatory commitment tend to just make me feel anxious, feels like a lot of pressure. So honestly, for several years now, I've just sort of um, not enjoyed this time of year in particular and just all the the things that go with it. It's not that I don't have or, or want like a holiday spirit or to feel festive. It's just all the all the background stuff, I guess, that tends to bog me down. I don't know how you feel about that, but it definitely, for me, puts a damper on on days like the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday. That's one of the reasons. There's a lot of layers of it for me. In particular, Thanksgiving is just a day when I feel like we spend a lot of time talking about what we're thankful for and gratitude and and giving to other people. But there's just so much that is unkind about the holiday. And there's there's a lot of different reasons that I feel that way. And if you know me at all, you're probably gonna just assume that it's about veganism and in some ways it is. It definitely plays a part in why Thanksgiving is a hard holiday for me. Um, that would be the obvious choice for most people to assume. And and with with good with good warrant. I mean, socially programmed to believe that we need to eat turkey on Thanksgiving every year. Um, it's quite honestly genocide the way that turkeys are mass produced and then mass killed in just amazing amazing volume every year for the sake of having this dead bird on the center of a table it just doesn't really sit all that well with me um i don't know how much you know about the turkey industry But by the time your Thanksgiving turkey is purchased in the store, that animal had only been alive for five to six months. They're essentially babies. In the wild, turkeys can live for up to 10 years. So it puts it in perspective a little bit about just the way that we produce food. I mean, I know that this pertains to all animals, but for a holiday that particularly targets 
one particular species of animals to, um, you know, kill in order for people to feel grateful and have gratitude and, and thankfulness at the holiday just seems, just seems, you know, just quite contradictive to what people say they're actually trying to accomplish. And, you know, I have spent a lot of time over the years veganizing Thanksgiving dinner, and it's amazingly satisfying. I mean, it isn't the, the, you know, the joke of omnivores, of course, is this jiggly looking jello type mold of a turkey on the table that nobody even wants to touch. But, uh, you know, like most things, there's a lot of misconceptions with plant-based eating um, especially as it pertains to holidays, especially as it pertains to Thanksgiving. There's so much uh, abundance in the plant-based world um, without having to kill or harm anything. And uh, that's that's definitely been something I've done over the years. I did that for a long, long time. Um, you can either host or attend what are called Friendsgivings more than they are called Thanksgivings, just for the reasons I've already described. Um but at the same time, it's just sort of that trying to emulate a previous tradition that just no longer sits all that well with me. So in recent years, I've just sort of skipped it. The other thing that really is problematic for me in regards to Thanksgiving is the gluttony that goes with it. Um, I have a really hard time with overabundance, I guess, and overeating um, as if you're going to earn some reward for doing so. And I guess that is true sometimes. There is such a thing as eating contests and um, (laughs) having some type of badge of honor for eating a ridiculous amount of food, all-you-can-eat type of environments where overeating is celebrated. And for me, that just really, really strikes a chord because with the hunger epidemic as severe as it is, right here in our own country, right in your own community, even if you feel like you live in an affluent community, people struggle every day to have enough food to feed their families. And it's it's a real problem. So for people to not necessarily know where their next meal is coming from and then for other people to be eating volumes of food that is meant for like 10 people is just wrong in my opinion, quite honestly. So, you know, starving yourself all day on a day like Thanksgiving so that you can eat as much as possible at the at mealtime just is not something I'm interested in participating in, quite honestly. And then, of course, there's the there's the truth about what actually Thanksgiving is about, the history of it. I'm not going to give a history lesson necessarily here, but there is a lot that most people don't know or don't choose to look into regarding Thanksgiving because 
people are just so wrapped up in continuing traditions and and doing what they've always done that they turn a blind eye when it comes to knowing truth about certain things like Thanksgiving, um, what happens to Native Americans and why we're still not talking about it is pretty appalling to me. Um, I would encourage you to look it up, learn about the displacement and oppression of Native Americans and how it's associated with uh, colonialism. It's not all pilgrims and Indians sitting around a picnic table with birds in the trees and forest animals on the outskirts like so many of those adolescent pictures uh, paint it to be. It really didn't happen like that at all. Um, so it's just something to consider. It's just some food for thought, if you will, um, to, to educate yourself and, and to really look into what this day is about. I don't share these things with you to pass judgment. I know sometimes things can come off that way when somebody's talking about the things that they don't agree with or don't approve of, but it's more to help you take a look at what your own practices are and whether or not they are actually full of gratitude and, and thankfulness, or if they're just stuck in the rat race of traditions that continue to show up every year, whether they happen to be kind or not. If you do gather with friends and family, just make sure that you're showing gratitude to those around you as well. That would be a great place to start in regards to changing your mindset about this and other days like the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday, especially those who maybe have opened their home um, to guests, provided food, or helped create that feeling of festiveness that we all enjoy so much that makes that feeling of the holidays so magical. Nothing makes people feel unappreciated more than a lack of acknowledgement for efforts that they've made. I mean, I've said it before on other podcasts, but affirmation it's more important than you think. It's a practice that should happen regularly, not just here and there. And when you give it, you'll receive it back. That's just kind of the, the way it works. So I would just encourage you to take a look at how you celebrate things if you have an understanding of why you're celebrating things and what you can do to maybe uh, you know, make them more compassionate. A great way to acknowledge our friends, the turkeys, is by adopting one. And now I don't mean going out and getting one and letting it live in your house, though, um, you know, more power to you if, if that's what you choose. But there's, there's different organizations out there. Um, one of them is called Farm Sanctuary, where every year they... In, you know, instead of promoting the eating of turkeys, they're promoting the adopting of turkeys. And it's essentially you providing funds so that they can continue to care for the turkeys in their care and hopefully acquire more that can be saved from the food industry. That's a great place to start. Local sanctuaries, uh, Northwest Indiana has a 
a great one called Erin's Farm. She rescue, rescues and houses uh, turkeys as well as many other species of animals. And places like that literally operate on donations. So give back to the actual animals this year and the people that are advocating for them. That would be amazing. The other thing that always just sort of gets my wheels turning this time of year is how everybody is all about the food drives and the coat drives and um, giving in all kinds of different manners. And then it seems to just like shut off after the holidays pass um, for so many people. And that's another thing that you can look at is how can you make an impact, even if it's a small one, every month of the year, not just November and December when there's organized efforts to provide for people. Actually feed people. That's another great way that you can show compassion, whether it's you just, you know, making something and sharing a dish with somebody, whether it's you showing up to uh, a soup kitchen of sorts. That's something that I know uh, some plant-based friends of mine have talked about over the years and also kind of struggled with in that um, it's hard to find a truly compassionate soup kitchen in that you're still serving animals uh, to people to eat. But what I'll say about that, where I stand with that is people that are uh, definitely food insecure and they don't know where their next meals are coming from. It's my opinion that it's absolutely uh, more important to eat at all than to eat vegan. And I know that's not going to sit well with some people, but um, not everybody has the luxury of choice, quite honestly, or not everybody has a a way to understand plant-based eating so that they can make it an everyday reality for them. So, you know, when it comes to somebody not knowing if they're going to eat today or even eat in the next couple days, um, I think that most of us would be hard pressed to say that we would decline animal food if, you know, we were only eating a few meals a week. So um, I would love to participate in a vegan or plant-based style soup kitchen, and I'm sure they exist. Maybe one day it can even be created. Um, But in the meantime, people need to eat in general. Turn the focus away from food to fellowship. That's another way that we can just show compassion. Everything seems to circulate around food. And in some aspects, I agree with that because you know, food does bring people together. It is a way to gather and just connect with people, but it, it doesn't have to be the only way either. Um, having just game nights or movie days or starting, you know, some other tradition where it doesn't necessarily focus on the mass slaughter of animals would be fantastic. Hosting a Friendsgiving or find one to attend. I talked about that a little bit. That's a great way to just encourage more compassionate eating. Um, And also while you're at it, 
leveling up that type of event so that maybe you are providing some just leaflets or information to people in regards to Native Americans and how a traditional style Thanksgiving, like most people know it today, is actually pretty offensive to them. Other small ways that we can practice being thankful is just acknowledging gratitude every day or every other day, just by asking ourselves questions, even not pertaining to holidays, like the people that you're thankful for, write their names down, the city or town that you live in. What, what are you grateful for within those limits? Your place of work. What about your health are you grateful for? There's all kinds of things that we can look at on a daily basis that help us put in perspective the things that we do have to be grateful for that go just to the root of it all. <laughs> when you start focusing on the small things, you know, you're able to see the big things a bit more. I hope that however you choose to acknowledge the upcoming season that you find ways to just spread love and empathy. I hope that you find ways to truly express gratitude and compassion in a way that is resonating for as many as possible and not just a few. The links to ways that uh, you can help, organizations that you can connect with will be in the show notes. I hope you take the time to check them out and you know remember that even a small contribution, a small impact can make all the difference to organizations or people or communities that are struggling. I love it that I get to stop in here with you. Um, I love it that I get to have this space to either speak on things that are on my heart or dialogue with guests to get perspective and gain new insight about all the different things, all the different layers of heaviness and abundance in our lives. Thank you for stopping here with me today. Thank you for listening. I hope that what you hear in this space resonates with you and I hope you share it and I hope you have just the most amazing day and I'll talk to you soon.